0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to Hypotheticals. Today, I'm going to start breaking down my different creativity in NBA archetypes and start looking at a couple of case studies so you can better understand how each of the archetypes plays. If you haven't listened to many of my recent episodes, I've actually been, I've worked out a way to measure creativity in the NBA. So I've actually been able to create a statistic out of it. And then I have coupled that with a technical score, which is what I call or an openness score, which is how often these players like to be open when they shoot. And again, that is also a statistic. So uh, given that we have now four different archetypes of playing styles that revolve around creativity and openness or technical, uh, technical score. So on the low end of both is the order factory, which is low creativity, low technical, uh, low creativity and high technical is gonna make you a chaotic factory. An order artist is gonna be high creativity, low technical. And a chaotic artist is high creativity, high technical. Now, again, for many people, when they hear that, they hear order factory, low creativity and low technical, and they think these must be the worst players to have. Well, you'd be wrong. Unless you think Tim Duncan is one of the worst players to have on your team. Or unless you think James Harden is one of the worst players to have. So today i wanted to look a little bit more at the order factory because i think it is one that might confuse people a little bit uh when they think about this because they might think it's the worst one to be but really it isn't it's it's typically players that have worked out a single way to sort of beat defenses and it becomes a sort of super move so when we think of james harden we think of him standing on one of the wings uh at the three-point line dribble 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 and then he has a host of moves that essentially come out of that but basically his main goal is to get to that position, get the ball, get a one-on-one, and then work his magic. When we think of Russell Westbrook, who is also an auto factory, a similar style, except he's probably not going to pull up for the three. We know he's going to try and blow past him. And then from there, he can work his magic. Does he want to pass it? Does he want to try and lay it up? Does he want to go for a little uh, mid-range jumper? We know what Russell Westbrook is going to bring as well. And so I wanted to talk about two players that are that many people I think would consider almost opposite style players but both fit within the order factory category which again is low creativity and low technical skills. Now now when I talk about technical skill I'm not talking about are they skilled? The answer is yes to every player in all of these categories. Technical skill is just what I've named uh, a player's uh, propensity to be open. So uh, when we think about people that are in this category they will typically shoot when they're open. This isn't all the time. James Harden obviously can shoot with a hand in his face, but James Harden is working, working, working to get himself open. He's, he's, uh, he's really, really working to make sure that when he's releasing the ball, it is an, an open shot. And so you'll typically see that people uh, like James Harden is not going to get blocked that often uh, because he's working so hard to get it open. Let's let's just go through it a little bit. So, auto factory. Auto factories tend to have one or two borderline unstoppable moves, and then tend to use craft and guile to manipulate defenders into making mistakes. They typically like to do all their work to get themselves open before they shoot. Now, let's take a look at two players who I think people really don't consider in the same category, but within these statistical categories, they're quite similar. So these are Trey Young and Tim Duncan. So when you think of those two players, you might think these are not the same type of player at all. You know, Tim Duncan is a low block and he's just got a little bit of, he's got post moves, but mostly what you're looking to do is get the ball to him and he'll use his skill to get open and shoot. And that being open for him might just be the defender doesn't jump up in the air and then he's just going to take the shot, little bank shot straight in. Or he might try and he might fake that, he might spin in, give us a little hook shot. But basically, you know what he's going to give you. He's not going to mix it up too much. Trey Young, uh, is actually kind of in a similar category. Trey Young is looking for open shots, and so for him, that can come in the form of either a deep three, again no hand in his face. We can have a floater, no hand in his face, trap someone on his back, no hand in his face. So Trey likes to shoot with no hand in his face, and he will do work to get there, and that's awesome. So, so in and in terms of low creativity, they're not. Neither of them are making up new moves to finish. When you think of maybe someone like Steph Curry. Or Michael Jordan, always making up new moves to finish. When you look at these types of players, typically they're going to go to one or two moves that they have just perfected, and it's just up to the defense to work out how to stop it. And typically, it's borderline impossible. So these are people. These are probably the most efficient scorers in terms of using their energy. They uh, they will use their energy quite efficiently because they're not trying to work out a new shot. So let's have a look. When you think of two players that play in a similar way, I bet you don't think of Tim Duncan and Trey Young. However, according to this metric, they actually play a very similar role. Both can be hubs for the ball on offense, both have have a couple of moves that are very hard to stop, and both like to get open to shoot and not try too many new moves on the court. Both can function well on volume shooting, but both prefer to use their guile to get open, get to one of their patented moves, and get the basket. So, when we look at these two, how do we break this down? Well, let's have a look at their stats. So if we look at their creativity stats, they're actually almost identical. Tim Duncan has a 6.73, quite low. Trey Young, 6.75, quite low. Again, not a bad thing to have. Having a low creativity is not a bad thing to have at all. It just means that you know what your best moves are. You don't deviate from them too much. And that it, that can be a very efficient way to score. So that's good. They don't need to work too hard to get to their baskets. In terms of their technical score, 8.13 for Trey And for Tim Duncan, 8.63. So slight difference there, which means Tim Duncan is taking slightly harder, or not harder, but more well-guarded shots, and Trey Young isn't. This is quite common, though, that you would expect a guard to have a slightly lower technical score, because post-up players can end up uh, dunking on people, and those can be more technically difficult shots, so you're more likely, when you're taller, to have a slightly better technical score. So when we look at both their games, uh, both are passers, And I think in fact, everyone in the order factory category has to be a passer or else they're too easy to stop. Really their game functions best one-on-one. And so for them, being able to pass the ball really leaves them as a one-on-one option because if someone's gonna come double, they're gonna get that ball to that person, that person's gonna score. So so for, for this category, other skills tend to be uh, important. So whether that is An ability to pass, an ability to dribble, an ability to run an offense. All these things typically tend to be uh, important. So I did want to just cover that today. Uh, In terms of how I would evaluate them and what teams they can best function in. So order factories work really, really well in system offenses. Uh, So if you think about uh, James Harden on the Houston Rockets, he functioned very well because the system offense worked for him. He has the ball. Anytime someone doubles, their read is super-duper easy, flicks the ball to that person. That person can then either, either shoot or flick to another open person. So that system offense works. That's how you can get to 35 points a game. Uh, with Tim Duncan, obviously, the Spurs have a very good system offense. And again, it highlights him, highlights his skills, and it also gives them someone to uh, use. So when we look at Trey Young, I guess the thing to think about here is, is his game going to work well as he gets older? He's had He's been in the league for four seasons. Is it gonna age well? And the answer is no, unless he changes it up a little bit and he moves into one of the other categories. The problem with order factory guards is that typically their move will involve some sort of speed. And if they lose that speed, they can lose their whole game. So this is the least resilient type of archetype, the order factory, because uh, typically what you're trying to do is get yourself open and shoot. Again, if you're slower, you're going to be less open, and you may not be open at all. And so if we take someone like Westbrook as well, who isn't aging that well, the reason is because he hasn't diversified his game. He had such a strong move as a driver and then making decisions on the fly. James Harden, you've also noticed, is probably doing a little bit worse this year. The problem is, again, he's lost that first step. I did an evaluation of his creativity with dribbling, and he was actually an incredibly good dribbler. Uh, Really, 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 really good. So... Now that he's lost some of that speed, he's lost a lot of the game that makes him important. So for him, the most important thing I would say is he's either got to get better at finishing with a hand in his face all the time, KD style, or he's got to get a little bit more creative and uh, have some unique finishes that are going to make it hard to defend him. But at this point, both Westbrook and James Harden hold a very scary sight for what could happen to Trey Young in maybe eight to ten seasons. So what would you do if you're Trey Young? These order factories, when everything's worked out properly, can have an incredibly high ceiling. When we look at the names here, Russell Westbrook, Tim Duncan, James Harden, we're looking at MVPs. And this is a very MVP type uh, playing option because you're gonna be very, very efficient at one thing and the whole NBA will know what it is and they won't be able to stop it. It's pretty, pretty impressive. You are usually gonna to have to employ a sort of unique and unusual defensive uh, structure to try and beat them. Uh, and they typically are gonna be good enough passes to try and beat anything that's too easy to read. So you've gotta, they, they really do pose a lot of questions. They uh, sort of taking advantage of something and in this case for most of them it's speed for tim duncan it's obviously just skill and post and footwork so why did tim duncan age so well well his game though he doesn't he doesn't like to shoot in a very tight way he doesn't like it when people play defense on him too well he's skilled enough that he can get around it and it wasn't necessarily about speed it was about craft trey young is also quite a crafty player uh in the same way that james harden is and so in that case you know, I do suspect in his career, he is going to get an MVP. I, I suspect that could be the case because they, if the Hawks tell him, you know, go score 35 a game, he can actually go do that. He has that skill. And that is part of being an order factory. You have the ability to just keep serving up the same thing over and over again and just keep getting results out of it. So if they wanted to, they could go to that. Uh, I think it's probably a little early, uh, but ultimately, I mean, if he likes to shoot when he's open, he's got a good floater game. I think it's I think it's good. It, it also is interesting because it's different than Steph Curry as well. So Trey Young and Steph Curry is also a comparison that a lot of people make uh, quite different in terms of this. They both live within the order category. Steph also likes to be open when he shoots. But Steph is an order artist, which means that he's also highly creative, and that's where a lot of his points come from. It's also the difference between them this season, if you see how they've adapted to the new rules. And the people that don't adapt uh, may, in fact, fall in the order factory category because they have lost one of their main skills, which is, you know, in this case for both James Harden and Trey Young, getting to the free throw line. Anyway, to close... Uh, The Auto Factory is not a bad place to be. It ages the worst, unless you're Tim Duncan. Um, But typically it is going to age the worst. As soon as the league works out how to stop something, it can make it very, very difficult. The best end of it is Tim Duncan, which is that... You're just constantly using your guile. And even even this year, you'll notice that James Harden and Trey Young are getting better at drawing fouls again, because again, they just, they're just they smart players. They wanna be very efficient with their energy use on offense. So they're gonna work out ways to conserve that and just to trick defenders. And that's gonna keep happening. So good for them. And I guess, you know, in summary, you know, Tim Duncan is the high watermark of what this can be. Trey Young is on a really good path at the moment. He's running a lot of offense. And, and so I just hope that uh, this will be the first in the archetype series. And I'd love to know your thoughts. I want to know what other players you think might fit in this category, uh, how you would go if you had a team that operated around this. Next time, I'll be talking about Chaotic Factories, which are players that have low creativity and high technical. And our players for that, that I'll be comparing are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Nikola Jokic. Until next time, stay magical.